week it was really tough on you uh that that had to have killed your wrist like did you have like a like like some sort I of don't do enough exercises with my left <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta you gotta switch it up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show rookie yeah, moves. there you go yeah. there you go we like to help we have <laughs> to challenge our our, our, uh, our band members that's what we do here at life in the dutch hall michael Yes. You're back after a long hiatus. I call one week a long hiatus. <laughs> I was going to say, I've been gone longer than one. Seven long days. I even forget why I was I think gone. That's your oh, I know though. now why I was gone because I was uh, yeah. practicing parenting. Yes, you were. Oh, yeah. Yes. More you like were practicing parenting. No, uh, are you at liberty to discuss your, your. We have not talked about it. Sure. So, can you. So, now, uh, my theory was I don't know if you heard the show yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, I, I listened back. Was my theory bang on? <laughs> 
uh, pretty accurate, I would say. <laughs> yeah. I would say uh, right in the bullseye. <laughs> did it work? Did you? Did, were you managed? Like, my, for those that didn't watch last week, I suggested because Mike said he was having his sister's kids, right? And you Four said, boys. and they were sick. Yeah, uh, a couple of them were. The young ones or the old ones? Young ones. The old ones are easy, is what I find out. Yeah, they're easy. Just let them be. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> younger ones, uh, that's the ones you gotta entertain. I love this because you are not a parent. Yeah, I'm not used to it. So you are you're going in like like basic. Where's the buzz come from, Steve? So yeah, uh, yeah I'm not blind, but I'm. Uh, but you're going in like I, I'm into the into the frying like, right yeah into the frying pan. Yeah, hot. I'm used to uh, just hanging out with them like at a family thing, and then like being Uncle Mike playing mini sticks, and then they just send them off full of adrenaline with my sisters, and they go home. Yeah, yeah. And this uh, this time I was like I had to watch them for. A few days in a row. A few days. Yeah. Oh wow, this yeah. is a real test. I thought <laughs> it was one night. No, no, it was. A, it was. I think three days in a row. Three days in a row. Yeah. This is a real test. Yeah. Four children. Yeah. Between the ages of what? Uh, the oldest being, uh, oh, I should know. He's grade eight. What? Uh, 12, 13. 13. And the youngest five. Okay, so the oldest. That's my house. Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve, I was practicing being you. Yeah. yeah. He, so he, he, you go. Yeah, he's five. You go from being Bachelor Mike Bo, <laughs> the band leader of the Nocturnal Emissions, right, to the, all of a sudden you're like the father of four children. Yes. You're Steve the Reluctant German. You've all of a sudden That's traded right. your glorious life <laughs> with sweet, sweet <laughs> Kelly, just you know, where it's you. just the two of you, you know, walking around with your, just your dick out, you know. Yeah. You know, you nonchalant. Nonchalant, you know, uh, anything you want, whenever you want, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. And you go to this. You go to Steve's hell that he lives in every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I want I want you to know, like, like, do you have a newfound respect for the man? Oh yeah, totally a new respect, and uh, just yeah, it, it opened our our eyes up. I can't take all the credit because Sweet Sweet Kelly did most of the work. If I'm being honest, who am I kidding? She's just an angel sent from heaven. Was she? What, what, oh. <laughs> but yeah. at the end of it all, was she like like who? That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it took a, a toll on her. Like, when, when we got home on our own, uh, we had a nice little Sunday to ourselves. Yeah, where you just like time out. Yeah, that's right. Definitely improve your pull-out game, I bet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I all of a sudden, yeah. I want to talk about that on the air, Paul. Oh, no, it's rude. We, uh, we're getting married next year. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, once they get married, I think she's going to be yeah, looking then, into birth control methods because, well, no, she's, is she Catholic? Uh, yeah. It's not allowed then. That's right. She's going to be taking the seed. <laughs> That's what you have to do. The only thing that the Catholics will allow, Michael, is the uh, rhythm method, which yes. which is the pillow method, right? Right? Did, did you say the pillow method? No, or pull out. Oh, pull out method. Did you, did I you thought there was a method I didn't know who about. Took a, who, t who by, like, who's been married Catholic? Anyone? Yeah. You weren't married Catholic? <laughs> were you married Catholic? You know, were you married Catholic? Did you have to take the training? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they teach you about the pull-up method in the Catholic. Uh, when you're going to get married, you have to go to the church, and you have to, like, uh, take a course where they teach you. Part of the course is they teach you how to pull out, and they tell you when uh, you shouldn't even fuck at all. So, like, these are the two things they teach you. And uh, Charter's had a, a better course than mine. I wish he was here for this, because I think we've told him the show before. I think so. But uh, so anyways... Uh, uh, the one thing they teach you is uh, you want to 
you don't want to bang at all when they're ovulating because that's a dangerous time. Even when you pull out, you can get a little pre-jizz and it'll like squirt out of your dick. They don't use these words in the church. Like they use church words more like that. But I, that's how I understand it. So then uh, they, uh, so sometimes you get a little squirt out and you'll get her pregnant. So they say, don't do that in the ovulation time because these girls will get pregnant sharing a toothbrush, you know, sort of thing, you know. So they go, what you could do before... You, uh, you wanna, I, don't, I don't know anything about this. Oh, Michael, you got to take the training, man. <laughs> the Holy You're Sacrament. You're not ready for marriage at all, the Holy Sacrament of marriage in the Catholic Church. Are you getting married Catholic? No. Oh, you son of a bitch. Thank God. <laughs> no. Anyways, uh, I don't care. Uh, do they, they, I really have no care Perfect. at all. Perfect. That at Let's all. move on. Yeah, Charters would be rolling over in his grave. Which is... <laughs> Charters dead, by the way? When's the last time he was on the show? By this time, he's Pokeroo. The new audience <laughs> that we got have never seen Charters. They don't know he exists. Yeah, that's right. Now we sent him off to the Orient. But anyways, I want to get to my... I want to get... Where was my point? Where was well, I going? I, you were four kids and... Did I, you ever I, meet a Catholic who had rhythm? Oh, Catholic, yeah. They were like telling you, the way that you can tell your wife's ovulating is you put your fingers in her vagina and then when you, uh, you do this, you go like this with the, with the mucus or whatever you get out of her vagina... Whatever, the, if and, and if there's stuff sticking together between your fingers, right? She's ovulating. Stay away. Get a blowjob. <laughs> that's the Catholic way. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and that's what you tell her. Huh? Uh, not tonight. I just. Yeah. Uh, I did this thing. It was all gummy. <laughs> Fuck that. You. Uh, you You're gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> you want a baby mouth. or you want? Uh, you know. You want to brush your teeth? I don't know. <laughs> Don't you put it in your mouth. <laughs> Quite a method. <laughs> anyway. Is this what the priests tell you? This is what they teach you in the Catholic training course. Jeez. They'll tell you, uh, well, the rest of the time, just pull out. They don't tell you what to do. <laughs> they say, just don't blow it in there. Like, that's the one thing that works, rhythm method. And then if it, you still get her pregnant, even with the rhythm method, which is not ovulating, that's God's will. It's not yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it could be Father Murphy's. <laughs> or Poblinski's. Anyone's. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what what your wife's up to. Yeah, it was a it was a different weekend, but it was fun and uh, the boys were good all around. So we're moving on. Yeah. Well, you know what? We should also move on here to a segment that we have a new jingle for oh. Charters that was written without you. It's oh. got a bit of a jazz feel, you know. And I like it, and uh, it's about world trends. Oh, world trends. You know that one. <laughs> Do you remember what you did like five minutes before the show? And you made up a new thing? Then do the old thing. That's the cheese lady. Oh, no, we can't do the cheese lady. Not the cheese lady, not yet. We new thing. We wanted the jazzy one. Oh, yeah. That jazzy one. There we go. everybody this is a time where we try to like uh, whore ourselves out to the general internet and whatever the sheep are like into like whatever's the hot topic on the interweb we are gonna like talk about it in order to just like try to whore ourselves out to the masses right to get hits yeah 
This week, you know what research I did? A bit about none. I did about none, but you know what I know is going on in the world? It's uh, a Dutch all fact. This is, a, this is what I think is going on in the world. Number one, I know that in the United States right now, uh, Trudeau is a big topic. Like our, our guy, mm. our leader, our fearless leader, Justin Trudeau, <laughs> is a, a big topic of conversation there because they're talking about how Donald Trump, a lot of the liberals even in the States, will talk about how Donald Trump is like horrible. And they want the opposite of him. And then they look at us and they're like, maybe the opposite of him isn't any good. <laughs> because uh, he was, uh, true. our guy Trudeau was in uh, Chicago. Did you see him in Chicago? And he was talking about trade, you know, like this is a drama teacher talking about trade. I'm an economic major. You know, it's like, <laughs> fuck off. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, it's right. like really upsetting to me. Anyways, <clears throat> he's talking about that for a while. And then... Uh, then uh, he starts talking about his uh, his uh, uh, new world, you know, how Canada is like this accepting uh, country of everybody and we're all like uh, la-di-da glorious and everything else. And uh, then he goes, uh, one of the girls is like totally on his woke side, you know. She's like wants to like support him, you know. She wants to like uh, give him uh, encouragement. So she's like supporting his point, but in the process of doing so, she makes the horrible error of saying, in the benefit of mankind, we should do this. And and she, he cuts her off in the middle of her supporting him <laughs> to say, oh, no, not mankind. It's person kind. Oh, Jesus. It's person kind. And uh, we would appreciate it if you'd like start changing, you know, your Man. hate speech. <laughs> that has been like our fucking language. <laughs> this is what Trudeau like, is thousands of years. Like, mm. It's a root word. It's a root word. Aren't we as fuck a whole off. mankind? It's a root word, you know? Like, <laughs> fuck off. Seriously. It's a language thing. It's not a gender fucking anything. Like, fuck off. Maybe it's that hair product going to his head. You think, I don't understand. You know what it is? It's a guy who's not, not an intellectual. He's a feeler. He feels with his emotions, you know, Trudeau. A pussy. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what yeah. you're technically describing. But he's like a he doesn't it, the, even, no one has claimed that Trudeau is an uh, intellectual. No one has said that he's a smart guy. They say he has emotional intelligence, right? Emotional intelligence, which is what? He, he like uh, I don't want a guy with emotional intelligence making the rules of like speaking for Canadians. He speaks for Canadians all the time. I'm like, I'm a fucking Canadian. I don't agree with any of this shit, you know? And I voted for you like an idiot. Do you know he came? Pete, do you know he came back and said that it was a joke? Oh, was it a joke? No. That's what he said. Oh, he, that's his backtracking bullshit. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. satire. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it's hilarious. Are he's pretending kidding? he's a prime minister. He's a drama teacher. Yeah. I mean, the great. He's good at pretending. I was acting. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, that is what the job is now, right? It's to try to like play a part in order to like gain favor to whoever you're trying to look good for the media. Yeah, yeah. You're. It's really not a. It's not about. Uh, public servants who have a you know great policy ideas or great ways to change the way we do things it's about people that know they can like win a fucking popularity contest to get a cushy job where you get a pension after two years you know that's what it, politics is it's 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 a yeah, not just here either everywhere no everywhere man it's like everywhere the states is really bad oh yeah like it's a it's I would a say it's extreme there yeah yeah like, i don't think they'll have another regular president for a while do you think oprah's doing it no. 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 No, she said no way. It's a shit job for her if she does it. Yeah. It I, really is. I, I think they proved, uh, you know, when the female ballot was cast, that America's not ready for that. 
<laughs> what do you mean? Like well, when they vote for Hillary? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, but Oprah's Oprah Trump's Hillary. You got to admit that. That's double minority. Double that's, either, mi- that's a win. Yeah. Or it's not in some people's eyes. I'm not saying my eyes. Misogyny is bad, and I don't agree with it. No, I'm going for, <laughs> I'm going for the like for the liberal like vote. You got like the double minority, like you said, like a woman and black, mm-hmm. right? So both those things are awesome for them. And then you also have like the middle of the country, like uh, like like crazy, like you know the middle of the country, just like regular people and the white middle, people and, and the middle of the country who've been watching Oprah forever, who love her, right? We were just like, I'm going to vote for Oprah because, like, she's never done me wrong before. Like, I won a car one time. I went to Chicago. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome. Maybe they got a gift from her. Yeah. I got it. My, you know what's a great story? My dad, Willie Van Dyke, and for those of you who don't know it, he's super one of the fan. Gr- super fan of the show. Great supporter. And I gave him a hard time last time when he gave me feedback. No one was ready for it. <laughs> but you got It was me. a quick one. Yeah. I really pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> Rhythm method. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It didn't work. You no, can work. And then, uh, so my, but my dad, uh, he is a real man. Yes. Like no one's gonna deny that. Willie Van Dyke is a real man. He's a he's a farmer. He's like a welder. You know, he's like a man. Like does things on his own. He's got like hands like rocks. You know, hung like a moose. Like the guy is like a real man. Like no one's gonna mess with a Willie Van Dyke. You know, and. Uh, he actually, you don't want to believe this, he was actually at an Oprah taping. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? No. Wow. And it turns out he was the one and only tobacco farmer in the audience. <laughs> that day. I don't believe it. Yeah. No. He got a cooking book for free. Wow. Yeah. I think I, he gave it to me. Where was this? Uh, in Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Yeah, it's because my like, uh, sister really? lived there when okay. she was when oh, right. Ryan was playing for the Blackhawks. Yeah. And... Uh, and my dad went to visit, and they went, brought him to an Oprah taping. Nice. Might as well go see the big O. Yeah. You know, he said he liked it, I think. I'm not, if I'm selling, I hate to speak for him. I, what if I got it wrong? <laughs> like, I'm going to have to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, it's never going to yeah. go away. So anyways, I don't want to speak for him. But I, th- I, I remember it that he thought he had a positive experience there. But maybe he was just being nice to Lisa. But think about it. If everyone got a gift bag, like if Oprah won, and you give all the voters gift bags, I'm sure a lot of people would bite on that. What's yeah. in, I, I'd at least ask, what's in the gift bag? Yeah, but a lot of to people vote for would Oprah? Buy, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to give up. You're not allowed to buy votes, right? Uh, NRA? Like, are you, <laughs> you're not allowed yeah, to buy votes? Just the lobbyists could yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to be clever about it. Mm. How do we do it? <laughs> yeah, okay. How do we do it? We're doing it all wrong. Anyways. Apparently. <laughs> what was the point? Of, we were in Trudeau, and Trudeau... Person uh, kind. Uh, a person kind. It's a little bit of bullshit. I, I saw on Joe Rogan, and I don't know if it's even true, but there was an, he had a gut, like a seemingly expert on it, where they're, the liberals are trying to push out like these uh, gender pronoun things. Was Which it, Charters was here for it? Was it Jordan Peterson? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Is that guy for real? I think so. He's like, he's Canadian, though, right? Is he yeah. from Toronto? Y- you couldn't tell by the accent? Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it, he was. Uh, like they were saying, there's like 64 pronouns or something like that. It, I think it's more than that. Yeah, and then and some of them, like some of them, are like the regular he, she, and then there's like Zimzer, Zimzer, they, and all that stuff. Astral I, I'm, gender. I, I'm actually like on board with Zimzer. You're on board with that? The, no, not on board, but I understand oh. it. Oh, okay. I'm. I have. I have learned this bullshit until Zimzer they or whatever. Yeah. And then and then past that, I learned now there's. Like uh, kinds, 
So you can be like a worm kind. If yeah. you think of yourself not as a man or a woman, but a worm, then you could be a worm kind. Or if you want to be a pixie kind, this is one of the Canadian uh, genders we want to recognize, is you can be a pixie kind. So if you think of yourself as a pixie, because when you're a kid, you like fucking Tinkerbell. Mm. Which brings me to this point. Do you think... What the fuck are you talking I about? I feel like I need no, to... Like, you, know what, you know what I mean? Like, this no, is, I don't. This is yeah. for real. They're saying that there's genders. There's like he, she, and then there's like a they. Or like if you don't think you're a man or a woman, you can be a zim or, or zur or they, whatever you want to call yourself. Gender neutral. And then you can say I'm gender neutral or whatever. Don't call me any of these things. You have to call me this. And like, I don't know, Wes, you have a real job. Do they ever teach you this shit? <laughs> no, they, they don't will. teach you. They taught charters it. And then... Uh, that's Zimzer? All that shit, man. Really? Yeah. And they're, it's, it's filtering into the corporate world, and it's it's like uh, this whole, like, uh, where the... I don't, th- these people are, like, holding us hostage for language changes. <laughs> but if we didn't take the training and we're just living our lives, none of this stuff makes sense to us. No, I'm... No. I'm basically playing Dungeons and Dragons. All I need is dice. Like <laughs> I'm just gonna put the names of them and just roll them and see if I hit it every time. Yeah, you have to. But like to say a, you have to recognize a person for whatever the fucking thing they cook up in their head. I don't know. I'm not. Are born with. Yeah, I'm not there with it, man. <laughs> you, can, you can like I I get like if you're a boy and you think you're a girl, but then all of a sudden uh, if you're like a fucking boy and you think you're a pixie or something like that. <laughs> or I'm, like, I'm out, man. Or like I'm furries or like stuff like yeah. that. Exactly. Like there, 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 there's a limit, I think. There I has mean, to teach, be. Those are called fetishes, not... I don't need to name you after your fetish. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be like Brado or Braden, auto-asphyxiation. Like <laughs> I thought he was a brony. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think the main... The more <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> you, you can't come back from that. There was no, no just don't comment. Just quiet acceptance. Yep. Yeah, I like My Little Pony because yeah, Rainbow Dash <laughs> is fucking cool as shit. So Maybe you should stuff. just get off Rainbow Dash's ass, Steve. Because <laughs> I like Rainbow Dash. I don't know. What in the fuck is our world coming to? You don't know Rainbow Dash? <laughs> yeah, I do. I know. Well, you had, Steve and I have uh, girls, so we know Rainbow Dash. Yeah. Hey, Steve, you must know Rainbow yeah, Dash. <laughs> of course Who's I your do. favorite My Little Pony must have one from having to watch this shit with four girls? <laughs> it, uh, Rainbow Dash is the only one I know. You don't? Oh, yeah? I know them all. Really? Oh, Who, I can run Who's them all? Who's a big black pony? <laughs> Malcolm Amal Warner. <laughs> hey, was this a super zoom or something, Paul? We got a new uh, tool where Paul zooms things and makes me look distorted. <laughs> totally distorted. Yeah, it's nice, eh? Look at that. We got a new tool. Michael Moses taught us how to like uh, double, double click. click. Mind bender. Just look distorted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, we have to get. What is that? That's the one story was Trudeau. The other one's like a bunch of serial killers in in uh, <laughs> in Canada. Yeah. Jesus. They found a guy in Toronto. He like killed like six people, and then uh, crazy. And then uh, and they're still like thinking there could be more. And he's like, he look at him, and he looks like a like a some old. No, but like, yeah. like just a regular unassuming dude, you know, like red faced. Do do they boomer. ever look like? Uh, yes. No. Robert Picton looks like he <laughs> killed people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some people do. Yeah, I guess. Ted Bundy, maybe not so much. Yeah, yeah. Robert Picton, you know, some people look that way for a reason. Yeah, that's a good point. There yeah, is. Jeffrey Dahmer didn't look like yeah. you'd want to like let him in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
I think some people like yeah, man since Joe's up at your doorstep. Yeah, man, that's the one yeah. I was. Yeah, with the, but yes. did you back to that? Did you hear where they put the body parts? Where they found the body parts? Yeah. In, in planters. In planters. Planters. Yeah. Like out of all the places, you know you're gonna find that sometime. That's someone's gonna find. Watering dead people. I don't yeah. know any other recommended ways to do that, but I don't think hiding them in planters on the landscape that you do is really a. Is Brian Sweezy a suspect? <laughs> oh, I'm kidding, Brian. I'm kidding. Those kidding. are only dreams, Braden. Uh, you know, uh, what about uh, Trump's hair on that airplane? Awesome. Oh, Holy man. Fuck. What, a, what a treat. Is it glued it. on his head? No. <laughs> they say it's like a weave or something, maybe. Oh, but like it, crazy. It, it, it like flips up from the back. Yeah, they must take his thinning old man hair, and then they'd like take some like other gross hair, and then they'd like <laughs> put that onto his old man hair. And then it just, ha- it just like lays flat. It's like a black lady or whatever that like takes her little like afro curls and then like puts Weaves a big it. like huge piece of hair onto it. I think it exposed him for what he really is. You know, <laughs> when he was walking up there, you're watching the hair all float, and then all of a sudden it blows up, and you realize he is half a skinhead. I like. Uh, oh shit! You know what I keep thinking of? The last point. And I can't think. I had a really good point, and I forgot it. But it would have been funny. (laughs) Okay, Michael. (laughs) Yeah, I forget it. So uh, that's it. And then, oh, wait, wait. wait. There was one more. There was uh, What? Starman? Monk? Oh, uh, Elon Elon Musk send the rocket up? So cool. That was a big deal when that rocket went up. Everybody was pretty excited. They said it was the most powerful rocket ever, right? That Elon Musk sent up. And you see? thought the Challenger explosion was bad. They got a car on it and. Uh, and Just and wait. When they blow up. The first fatality on like a privately oh, invested yeah. is going to go very poorly for everyone. Would, oh, yeah. would anyone here go to, to Mars on a commercial flight? Commercial? Like my. Not anytime soon. They got a lot of shit to work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of kinks. Do they have the beds where you can lay down? Like when you fly? Is <laughs> that <laughs> sleep? I want a pause. Okay, then we'll have to rephrase the question. What would it take? Like, what, what, would it, what would Mars have to offer for you to go to Mars? Okay? So, like, how long a trip would you take to Mars? Or what would have to accommodate you to be on the plane to Mars? You know what I mean? How long does it take? It take I'm going to say three months. Three months. Right? So, they're going to have to have, like, it's like a cruise ship. Where you're like on a cruise ship for like three months. Oh, there's like a pool and a hot Disney tub. World. Oh yeah, there's pools, hot tubs, theaters. There's there's entertainment <laughs> the whole clubs. three months. It's a whole. It's all worked out. It's like, I don't know if there'll be strip clubs, but I bet <laughs> <laughs> pools in space, for sure. Yeah, pools. And you're three months in space. You'll meet people. Believe me, you're gonna meet people. They'll probably have a jail on board. They'll have to, right? Uh, yeah. Is there a guaranteed like a tank? Is there a guaranteed safety rating? Like, am I also risking my life, or is this like a proven commercial method that millions of people? You're use risking all the time? your life. You're going to Mars. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, there is like, there's, it's like yeah. you're risking your life when you take an airplane, right? So like, time. that's that's it. It would be, it would be greater than an airplane risk because you're you're you have like an explosion that's gonna take you out, like to break the Earth's atmosphere, and then going back in, you could burn to death. Uh, if you're when you're coming home, quick though. Those are the two big things <laughs> that they have to get around. Who says you're coming home? Yeah. No, you're coming home. Oh, what if you oh, like it there? Oh yeah, you don't have to. Go. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a trip. Oh okay. This is a trip. You d- trip. you can stay. Uh, like like you could have stayed in Thailand or Morocco. Yeah. Yeah, if you wanted to, you didn't have to come home. 
This would be night. the same sort of thing. You could go and come, or you could just stay. <laughs> but it's a cruise ship on the way there, three months. And then when you get there, you'd have to stay for long enough to do another three months back. Like, it's a big commitment, Ooh, is what I'm trip. saying. It's a long trip. But you can work. Like, you got Wi-Fi and shit. You can still, <laughs> like, do your work. Yeah, what's worry, the data you know? plan like, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's all interconnected. Text it's like message. An interga- yeah, you can communicate with Earth. Like, all the rest, all that stuff's worked out. Right? Money. It comes down to that, I think. Would not, yeah, okay, well, and then the money, okay? So, like, it has to be a f- affordable, too. Like, it would have to be comparable to, like, a, a flight to Australia or something, right? Yeah. So they have to figure out a lot of shit, like Kev saying. <laughs> but, like, would you pay... Would would anyone be interested in it as a tourist yes, destination? For sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you're going to... Yeah, everyone would be? What's that yeah. one movie Why not? with Schwarzenegger? Uh, fuck. Total Recall? Total yeah. Recall. <laughs> That's all I think of. That or the Alien franchise. Yeah, why not? You figure the moon would be good enough, right? Well, and once they get to the point when they're able to like construct on these locations, you mean like the hologram? Terraform, terraform. There. Yeah, they need to, they'd need to terraform. <laughs> yeah, they need to have breathable air, all of that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. And shit, that's not even fucking existence. I I think it would just be cool to go to the moon and drive a dune buggy, <laughs> like those guys did. Yeah. Like to go around the moon on a dune buggy would be fucking awesome with one of those suits on. Like the '60s spaceman suit. <laughs> Stuck yeah. But, but what's, hold, what's holding it back? We want to militarize and take as much land here, and we've apparently been to the moon. Apparently. <coughs> <laughs> I'm so what? What is stopping everyone from going? Wouldn't that make sense to go to the moon? Not even to populate, just to own. To own the moon? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think like even what just is, to what say is stopping something's got to be. Doesn't the U.S. already own the moon? Well, technically. Russia also technically is owns the North Pole, so, you know, they fight back and forth. So what's, why isn't there this sort of research? If we've been to the moon, why aren't people fighting? That's a natural human thing. Yeah, but the, mi- the moon didn't have anything. That's what they say, right? It has cheese. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, cheese. Mm, cheese. don't think the technology's at the level where they can even, you know, they build a rocket, and that's like as much as they could really get done, they get to the moon, and then it's like, okay, we've got this rocket. Let's walk around for a little bit. That's yeah. pretty well all we can do right yeah, now. Yeah, there's not much there. Yeah. You could fit a little bit of beaver lumber in there. You know, you could <laughs> probably fit <laughs> That's a two, two by four. Why aren't they not just beginning that process of bringing things over to yeah, start yeah. building and whatnot? I think that's what Elon is trying to do, isn't he? Yeah, He's but on Mars, yeah. Process. Yeah, yeah. Just build he just put a car in there. I would yeah. do it in the... Oh, you fucking drive my Tesla as soon as it gets there. Well, yeah. if you think about it, all they need is a giant spaceship that's stationary yep. that can give them their breathable air. Yeah. They build that big enough. I mean, then you've got, like, what's that? Is there a patio? Uh, can I sure. smoke? Like, can I smoke? No, like a biome. Is, is that what it, that's called? Yeah, like a biodome. Biosphere. Biodome. Who's Biodome is Pauly Shore, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the Baldwins. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, and uh, Steven. Steven was it? Or no. Billy? 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 And then uh, the girl, the guy from, uh, no, no, what, that's Encino Man. With Encino the, Man. I was yeah. thinking Encino Man. <laughs> I get those two mixed up. The big problem with it is Fair oil enough. and the fuel costs for them right now are just so high. I mean, just yeah. for one trip alone, like, isn't that billions just for the fuel? No, come on. It's good. For that kind of just, fuel? Just figure out how, how to make it diesel or natural it. gas and well, it'll all come down. That's yeah. the thing. Once it's Well, I think it'll be like nuclear, energy. won't it? It'll be like yeah, some yeah, sort of new energy that where there's... S- like splitting atoms as they go to create 
power. But it's That's Tesla. A, Shouldn't it be electric? Yeah, uh, some sort of sort of electric, a hybrid. Yeah. Well, I don't care how they figure it out. It's Just so the, the fact that we have goals as a na- like as a country or whatever or as a world that there is someone trying to do shit like this. There's so many other innovations that are going to happen as the guy's trying to figure it out. Like Elon Musk doesn't even know what his big business is going to be because when he's trying to go to Mars, he's going to figure out, oh shit, I came up with this new energy and now it's changed the whole way we do everything. They're still even trying to figure out what Nikolai Tesla did. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was able to harness electricity from the air. Like there was no plug-in, there was no generator, there was no nuclear anything. It was basically this toroidal unit that collected energy, yeah. endless energy, and then the government. You know, took that and seized all that when he died. And we don't know what happened to that technology. Nobody else has been able to recreate it until that guy who made that water-powered car. Yeah, and water then that was car. seized by oh, the government oh. as well. Yeah, it's it's commerce, right? Like they can't figure out how to make money off things. Oil, oil is their best profit. Yeah, That's, I mean, until it runs out, and then you'll see. Like we'll have everything figured out then, but they, everyone's going to lose their job. The, the Hyperloop he was working on. Now, that's an innovation, something that seems attainable. Yeah. You know, we, they probably will happen. It probably will happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be the first guy who tests it, but it probably will happen. Yeah, and then the first cave-in will be the same thing as the first thing that blows up when it goes to space. A cave-in down there would be fucking terrible. Okay? <laughs> Man. But, you know, every time I go on a plane, I'm scared shitless. Are, are you guys... No. Is no. it never enter your brain? I fate. just accept that I'm going to die if it crashes. Yes, it's fate. Oh, really? You just oh, yeah. If yeah. that's how the odds are going to go, like that's not what I thought would kill me. So if a plane goes <laughs> down, shit got me. Yeah, yeah. Not I guess so. Someone's going to get you no matter what it is, eh? We all die. You might as well just take it down with you. All right. That's a good thing to think <laughs> I'm about. I'm happy, though. <laughs> we should do a segment <laughs> we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you by uh, good friends at Amazon. I just deposited our Amazon check today. Deposited? Oh, yeah. Mm. Deposited real money in the bank account. Thank you very much. And And it couldn't have come at a better time because we needed the money. We're in the hole (laughs) for the first time ever and deeply in it. So uh, we're thinking about ways to get out of the hole. But one way is to get all you guys to go to Life from Dutch Hall's website and click on our Amazon banners. Click off your ad blockers if they're on, just temporarily, so you can click on the Amazon banner. Do your shopping, and some of that money is going to help the show. And I promise you I will use 100% of the proceeds to make the show uh, cooler. Mm-hmm. I think we've done it so far. Yeah. We've took meager funds and uh, took whatever we could like put together with snot and spit and made the uh, Canada's only late night podcast. That's only. right. Yeah. We did that with nothing. So we got more money. We do even more cool shit. And I actually, I want to do a new, new campaign. I want to know what you guys think about this. I'm going to put out something and say, like, any guest you want me to book on Live from the Dutch Hall, um, send me a suggestion any way you can on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of that shit, and, uh, or Live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. And I'll put out some posts, too, to, remo- to about this subject. And uh, if you suggest a guest, I promise I will contact 100% of the people you suggest. Cool. No matter who they are, I'll at least contact them <laughs> and make a pitch for them to come in. Even if I don't like them, even if I don't want them on my show, but if the general public 
demands it. If the general public asks for it, I will do it. They yearn for now, it. Now, I may ask not nicely. <laughs> if I don't want the person to come in, I will ask him in an offensive way, or she, or her, mm, in a way that she will not enjoy it. Well, and then people, I'll read it on the air. People got to understand, uh, you can be overwhelmed what? coming in here. Oh, who? People have been overwhelmed. Overwhelmed with the alcohol. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, that so, too. Some may drink their nerves away. Some drink the nerves away. Some do other things. Yeah, we've been on a real run lately with, with people that have... Uh, have. Uh, it's not that easy. Yeah, have got have let the show get the better of them when they That's come right. into the bright lights of the Dutch Hall, <laughs> and they uh, and they, and all the all the nerves get to them. They end up uh, maybe having a little bit too much whiskey, maybe have a little bit uh, too much excitement, and maybe uh, maybe barfing on the floor a little bit. <laughs> that old you know? chestnut. That's things that happen in the Dutch Hall. You know what other late night talk show in the world has had two people vomit on the show? Probably Japanese. <laughs> we're shooting for five. <laughs> it is probably it's Japanese. Gross. Those we're we're on to them though. I mean, we're, we're catching them. Maybe we'll be huge in Japan. Yes. That's <laughs> what Dave's scouting. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, if you're listening, work on it. Scout. Send it out there. We got two two pukes on the show. We got to be able to capitalize, man. Mm-hmm. That's big time. Two times. Yeah. Were you there for the one? Both of them, Wes. it's always such a treat you know when it happens it's really something special like you think it's my place and there's like electronic equipment everywhere you think i would be upset about it but every time it happens i'm just excited i'm like i'll take any loss that happens for this vomit because it's so entertaining (laughs) to me because it's like the i know what's going to happen after like the horror of it like the shame and the and the (laughs) Never, like the, the never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that stuff. But you've but, got, you've but got we, the video set up right now. That's the worst part because if you do puke now, yeah. everyone's right. going to see it and everyone's going to Except if you're sitting where you are, Ben. Yeah, part. Best part. <laughs> the best part. Yeah. Ben's got the worst seat in the house. Paul used to be in that seat. <laughs> and Is he really was. The worst? Well, it's called puke alley because uh, <laughs> there's no ex- there's no escape, right? You can't. You only have one exit. Yeah, it's behind my brother. Yeah. And where he was, the the, the actual perpetrator of the uh, boat there. Yeah. Yep. Splash Mountain. And then Shazma, you know. Oh shit. Shazma was there, he, but he didn't. He tried to escape. He escape just like let Splash the. Mountain. Yeah, he just let natural he, body function. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I don't have any problem with uh, people that vomit, no. especially when you're just having a good time. That's oh, a lot to take you know on what? on Thursday. Yeah, both of them were really like, oh no, one one had a, about three month reco- three month recovery or something. Eh? <laughs> the first one, she really took a long time to recover. Spaghetti, yeah. spaghetti incident. I'd be she more. She said she had thought she had really hurt herself bad from that contest. Shit. Maybe it wasn't the best idea. What do you think, Wes? You won. Great idea. Great idea. <laughs> Wes got his name from that contest. Yeah. Whiskey Wes, he won that handily. Never even, never even challenged him. Anyways, uh, what are we on? Uh, we got uh, Norpak. The beef people. There hey, you go. Well done. You like, you like uh, beef? Love yep. well, beef. Then, well, then you're going to love Norpak. The beef people. That's it. That's all they ask for, and that's what we give them. And you know what? I'd be remiss. I don't even know if we t- covered this on next week's show, which is already in the can, but uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, Ooh, people. <laughs> And you know what? You want to take your woman out or your uh, fella? You want to take him out? You want to show him a good time? And uh, you want to, like, have some romance? 
But you know what? You take them to a nice restaurant, you blow like a couple hundred bucks or whatever you're going to do, a hundred bucks even. It's a lot of money in today's day and age for something like that. And you're sitting at a stuffy restaurant, you're wearing clothes that you don't wear very often because they make you feel like a little effeminate or whatever. But your wife likes them. So you wear them out to the restaurant and you're <laughs> sitting there and you're looking at other people and you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck, man, I've like uh, t- said everything I could say to this person uh, in my life. You know, I don't know what else I could say. There's no more stories to tell. This is not what I really am enjoying right now, even though it might be romantic that it's dark in here and I can't fucking uh, see you very well. I want to see my food when I fucking eat it, you know. But anyways, you know what you can do to wow, make this? Val- I got the <laughs> runs. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> You know what you can do to make this Valentine's Day better? What? You invite between 5 and 29 Van Dyke first cousins mm, by solid. calling, by giving us an email at uh, livefromthedutchhallgmail.com, and we'll send you Van Dyke party services. That is 5 to 29 Van Dyke first cousins in bright yellow jackets. And I guarantee you that Valentine's Day night with you and your loved one is not only going to be romantic, but it is going to be the time of your life. <laughs> and if you are not 100% satisfied, we will return your $100 that it cost you. <laughs> it is that, well, I didn't tell you what it would cost. If you're going to have this Valentine's Day dream party, it's only going to cost you $100 of cold hard cash, plus all of our, all of our expenses, which will be dear. Mm-hmm. Is that but per it, cousin? No, no. That's all together. $100 total for like, uh, like potentially 29 Van Dyke first cousins. This is going to be awesome, That's man. That's full service. And I'll tell you, your, your girlfriend, not only is she going to feel like she is the prettiest girl at this Valentine's Day party, but she is going to look at everything differently in her life. <laughs> she might consider things she never considered before. She might be doing things that she thought only whores on the Internet did, you know, in one night. And you know, that might open up things for you in your uh, relationship. I'm saying Van Dyke Party Services, if you're not 100% satisfied, we'll return your $100. But those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours, and most likely your girlfriend's. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by our good friends and primary sponsors, Clean Flow, Clean everyone. Flow. And that's, that's Clean Flow with a K. For any of you who want to look up their products, they're great products. Dave Charters is in the Orient right now trying to shell out clean flow additives and lubricants <laughs> in the Orient. And he's doing that not uh, because of his job as master of industry. He's doing it because he uh, loves lubrication. Lubrication. <laughs> and he just hey, wants oh. to do it. Yeah, That's what he does. So Smart man. The real people's ch- champion. Yes. <laughs> so we hope we hear reports back from charters from the Orient. But otherwise, it'll be two weeks from now. We will see Dave Charters. Two weeks. He, he promised us that he's going to be in here to tell us about his excursions. We have a promise. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know how he is. Okay, so that's it for sponsors, unless you count Yarmy Electric. Mm. The goddamn Yarmy Electric. This, this ad campaign's got to stop. You know, it doesn't work. What happens? My cousin Derek tries to get on with his life. All he wants to do is like put out fires, plant deep into his wife, and raise more offspring. Maybe that's play in the odd uh, hockey tournament. That's what he does. I saw him this weekend. You know what he was? Exhausted. Yeah. You want to know why? Because he's not doing things he loves. He's doing things he has to do. He's doing. The, he's answering your calls, people. And I've told you every week on this program, stop fucking calling my cousin. He's busy. Oh, my generator doesn't work. 
Look at oh, me. My livelihood's at stake. I Fuck you. I haven't put gas in my generator. Everything's fine. But I'm an idiot. <laughs> you army electric. If you don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. If you don't get it right the second time. You can go fuck yourself. I'm going to say that's brought to you by Clean Flow 2. Yes. Primary busy. Fresh. You know, uh, we, we have had a couple of weeks where we have not received feedback from what's become one of our great super fans mm. because she was traveling the world. No. She went to Jamaica. Oh. But she's back now. Ross clot, pop clot. It's our good friend, the cheese lady. Ah. Let's check with her. Shall we? Let's check in with her. Chicken on the cheese lady. On the cheese lady. Chicken on the cheese lady. Always having fun. Chicken on the cheese lady. On the cheese lady. Chicken on the cheese lady. Always on the. Yeah, we're chicken on the cheese lady. All the cheese lady. Chicken on the cheese lady. Always drinking rum. Chicken on the cheese lady. On the cheese lady. Chicken on the cheese lady. I don't know what she done. Had her on the Cheese lady's been gone, but she's la, la, la. And uh, you know what? Her first, she gave us three of them this week on three the pod. But three pod stars? No, three feedbacks. <laughs> oh. Three, three different feed feedbacks back. because she was behind <laughs> on episodes. So she says, ha, 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 I'm getting jiggy with the cheese lady song, LOL. How fitting because she just played it. And then she said, catching up on some great missed episodes. You guys all make me laugh. Love the peacock story. Ha, ha, ha. And then she also went and gave us a review on Facebook, five-star review. How's Yelp? That's five. Yeah. So she went out, uh, out of her way. She's just a super fan of all super fans. Mm -hmm. Cheese lady. What up? I don't know. You're listener of the week. Hello. She's the listener of the week. This is her week. It's her week, Teresa, right? Yeah, Teresa. Big T. Yeah. Uh, you know... We got uh, one of the things we mentioned in last week's program was the uh, uh, national anthem that we have to mm. change it. Uh, they're gonna they, Trudeau already changed it. Now we're gonna change it. We think we should change it altogether if we're gonna go through that much trouble to change a couple words here and there. Let's just change the whole fucking thing. Rodeo song. Let's do it. <laughs> I think the rodeo song is a perfect song for Canadians. We can all appreciate it being 40 below and you don't give a fuck. You got a heater in your truck. You know, and you're off to the rodeo. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Everyone can feel that as a Canadian. You know, I think this is going to appeal to everybody. Here comes Johnny with his pecker in his hand. He's one ball man. That's all stuff we appreciate as Canadians, you know. And I am not the only one. One of our listeners, Laura Collins, joined my crusade. Hmm. She agrees 100%. She wants to start it into a campaign. She wants to make this shit happen. Hmm. I say, Laura Collins. I support you. Everyone in this goddamn room supports you. You do whatever you can do to make this shit happen. And also become a shareholder. Hmm. Yeah, anything you can do. Even if you have to buy a t-shirt, buy a t-shirt. <laughs> be Just awesome. Go to the live from the Dutch <laughs> shop, buy a fucking t-shirt. It's that easy. Yeah, that's how easy it is. And a lighter. <laughs> yeah, buy a lighter. There's even a fuck charters lighter fuck on there. Fuck charters. There should be. Because we, so, we sold out of Rooster Sucks Balls lighters. <laughs> Hot item. Like hot I got mine. Hot I got item. Mine. 
And I see people, like, they're the ch- cheapest made lighters in the world. Like, I just put, like, packing tape on, like, uh, <laughs> pr- stuff I did on dot matrix Pixelated. <laughs> yeah, shit. But anyway, so I see people with these, like, crappy, like, they're all, like, water and, like, sun has bleached the picture and it's, like, uh, water's got into it. But it's still, like, I kind of cherish face on it with a <laughs> mustache. And it says, it says Rooster Sucks Balls. And people, like, shove it in his face. <laughs> 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 they really, like, aggressive about it. <laughs> Look at this. I hate you, and I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate your face. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the greatest pleasures in my whole life, is that I was able to do that to Charters. Eh? That I was able to, like, just make people that don't even know him just like not like him. It's <laughs> 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 my best friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> there's only one more guy to get to, and you know he's been with us since day one on this show. He's our good buddy, the Haitian dwarf. But you got the last one. We can slow it down. You're you Thailand horse will beg for more hi ho hi ho. I forgot. It, it came so quick. That's what she That's said. That's what she said. Oh, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Haitian dwarf has been with us since week one, and I wish my uh, feedback would come up on my screen. <laughs> then I would know what to say. Uh, I'm gonna have to paraphrase the Haitian dwarf, which I hate to do. Because oh. all of his words, in my opinion, are brilliance, but we cannot wait for the computer to cooperate with me. So, <laughs> fair <laughs> choice. Sorry, though. We're going to go with this. He gave us five stars. No way. All five. And he entitled it something around comedians talking comedy, is what he said. Hmm. And, it, and his point was, isn't it ironic? Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> it's like rain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, isn't it ironic that uh, uh, a show about comedy yeah, starring really comedians uh, would have the amount of jokes it had kind of thing? Ah. Yeah? Mm. On the what side? The it, high it, side? The low side? I believe what the Haitian Dwarf was getting at was that uh, there's comics on the show, a number of them, three, four maybe, depending how you would classify us. And uh, you would... Uh, and he says, of all the comics that were on the show, there, no one was funny. <laughs> there was no jokes, because we started talking seriously about comedy at the end, and it was not very funny, right? Because we were talking seriously about shop, you know? Sure, you're getting deep. Yeah, it was too talking shop, is what the Haitian Dwarf was saying. And I appreciate that. And I'm going to actually say, Haitian Dwarf, you're right. You're right. I get it. But some people like it. I've actually heard some people give feedback. <laughs> Where they said, uh, talk more about the inside stuff because it's interesting to people who are on the outside looking in. But if you're not into <coughs> comedy, if you're not like a comedy nerd, it's like people talking about... Like I heard Football. Steve talk about the intricacies of some uh, musicians and I don't care because it doesn't mean anything to me. It's like you're talking another language, right? Because mm-hmm. you're so much more into it than I am, right? That's a fair thing to say. Isn't yeah, it? and Steve Makes just sense. said football. He doesn't give a fuck about football. Don't give a fuck about football. No. Oh, that was Go a story. Eagles. How about that Super Bowl? Yeah. Steve's like, is it over? The Eagles yeah. won. Steve. 
Who? who? Yeah, who? who exactly. <laughs> awesome. The town that has Good been lit on fire. That's the team that won. It's still burning. <laughs> I think it's like congratulations. Like that's like the they've been like uh, Leaf fans, right? The oh Eagles God, fans? yes, yes. Like they've been through like bullshit forever. So like this has got to be like uh, it, time to burn shit, right? Yes, <laughs> and Philadelphia fans are known as the crazy, like crazy passionate fans. So. When you win, you just ruin your city. I don't want to incriminate myself, but as a Leaf fan, when it does happen, I may have picked out a bus shelter and a nice barrel to start on fire. It wasn't me. <laughs> you know what I like is that they oiled the pole, like the poles that they climb, so people can't get up them. They just like painted them with oil because they knew that if they won, people are gonna just jump on the street signs and climb them. Did they set them on fire? They oiled. Yeah, them? exactly. So they just set them on fire. They, like, they really did oil? Yeah, they're showing guys on the street oiling the fucking street poles. I saw people climb on an awning. Like just a right down. At the Ritz Hilton. Oh. Yeah. At the Ritz Hilton? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like That's what they said. The poles are oiled. Might as well go on an awning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wreck shit, eh? I don't know. Has anyone been part of a like a, a, a riot? Uh, uh, a mob? An angry mob? Oh, not an angry mob, but when the Blue Jays won the World yeah. Series, it was pretty wild. I was in Toronto for that. Yeah. It was it, like walking on cars, like hood over cars instead of sidewalks, just mobs of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Going absolutely apeshit. It was awesome. That and then the horses and cops came out, and then it, they ruined <laughs> that night all in the Toronto. fun. The Mounties. Yeah. Checkerboard floors. Yeah. Uh, riding on horseback. <laughs> and keeping order restored. And it worked. He's yeah, here to wreck all the fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> we almost that's had. that's awesome though. Uh, so you were there, like you were at the game, or you just in? Yeah, I was like, actually in a traffic jam on the way when uh, he, uh, Carter hit the home run. We were listening to it on the radio, like right. And then he hit the home run. Holy downtown, God. we went out the car. It was awesome. It'll happen with the Leafs. When the Leafs win, the same thing will happen. Oh my God! If they lose, worse things will happen. Yeah. Like they make the Stanley Cup Finals again, and they lose. It's yeah, because remember when Vancouver was in the finals? Yeah. And then uh, they fucking trashed everything, right? They took everything. And they're like the most, like, like uh, weed-smoking city in the wor- right. in the country, right? Like, they should be the most chill, right? You think. And they did it. So I it, think Toronto could pull it off. Uh, Toronto might be bigger pussies, though. Like, I don't know. Oh, but it's not going to be Toronto. It's going to be everybody coming yeah, from, right. it's like from outside coming. everywhere. Yeah. It'd be like us. It'd yeah. be like real people. Scum. Yeah. <laughs> not our scum. The people that can't afford tickets to go to see Toronto would be the ones that We're would just hanging out at real sports, watching that big screen. Yeah. yeah. Outside. Some park somewhere. What else do you do? Yeah. Ready to set shit on fire. Yeah. yeah. We've been drinking for like three days. <laughs> All, playoffs. All playoffs. All yeah. playoffs. Just waiting. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have a great time. I'm uh, in. Could too, happen man. soon. I would say maybe yeah. in the next five years, maybe a chance. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm totally a bandwagon jumper when it comes to Leafs because I was like, I, I did so many le- years where I was a fan. And I was like, fuck it, no more. Like I'm not gonna do it anymore because I can't take it in my heart. It hurts me too badly. Uh, but next time when they get when they get good enough and they go on a run, I'll be like, uh, I'll be back. back in. That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I di- I can't take it anymore. They were. I hate everything about Toronto. Yeah, Actually, well. <laughs> I don't even want to be a fan of theirs. I wish I could pick another, uh, but I can't. Why? It's too into me. I I grew up being a Leafs fan, so I can't yep. stop cheering for them. Join Vancouver. No, geographical. I tried. I tried being a New Jersey fan. Come to my fan. side. 
And then uh, I tried cheering for other teams, and then when I when they played the Leafs, I would still end up cheering when the Leafs scored. I couldn't help myself. Brainwashed. Yeah, I'm as, too deep into it. As long as you're not a Habs fan. Yeah. Habs fans. Yeah. Suck. <laughs> right now they do. Habs fans are like, you know, there's such – you can't like them because they're, they always have – like ammunition that you can't come. We got back twenty four Stanley Cups. Yeah, and we like when's you know and you're like oh fuck yeah. How when's the last one they win? Ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. They 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 have they oh, win twenty five years. Yeah. There's oh, still yeah. Trump on yeah, Toronto. Yeah, ni- nineteen sixty seven Leafs. <laughs> yeah. So now you know why what shit's gonna burn. Yeah, but if the Leafs would win and like all of a sudden the Leafs would win, then we'd have an argument because we'd say hey, oh, when's yeah, the last time you won? Twenty five years ago, Habs. You're pieces of shit. Habs. That's right. No, if all of a sudden the Leafs won, I think I would have a renewed energy for the Leafs. <laughs> yeah. I think That's bullshit. you got to suffer through the hard times. I'm not, I'm not, I, I won't do it. I could definitely get used to saying, you know, Vance Sank, motherfuckers. <laughs> like 25. Like, You know what? I would still be watching the Leafs if I went to a Leafs game and it didn't, it didn't suck to be in the building. Yeah. Like, I've been at so many more arenas, and they're way better. Have yeah. you been in, a, like, other ranks? That yeah. Is, and they're way better, way right? Better. I don't know. Yeah. I went to Montreal there a couple times, and now it's like a shopping plaza with a rink in it. Like, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's not – nothing's ever going to be, like, Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but like, even Montreal's not as cool? I didn't think it was cool at all. It's just a big it's complex. But yeah. it's not, like, um, separated from anything. It's interconnected. Like, there's, uh, like, a walkway. but They're it's, a little more passionate, but, like... I, the banners are cool. I've been to, like, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That rink is unreal. Like, jerseys to the to the glass. There's no suits. Everybody's there to watch a fucking hockey game. The music's cranked to 100. Yeah. It's the most fun you've ever had. Yeah, I think... In like, the even st- if you don't like hockey. Yeah, I think in the States, like, hockey's such a fourth <laughs> sport. Yeah. That it's, it's like... like uh, it's for the everyday man. Yeah, it's like that... It's not corporate. Yeah, it's you're not going to take a corporate almost. client in the yeah. U.S. to a hockey game. No, you're, you're going to go baseball probably, or you're right. going to go football, football, or watch some dudes punch each other in the head, or even basketball. But, yeah, have to. but like yeah. the last thing is going to be hockey, and so like it, it's for the real everyday man in the states. But That's in right. Canada, it's our number one, so it's for the fucking douchebags. Corporate yeah. douchebags. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's all totally. filled with stuffed shirts, and all the good seats are empty for the first period. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's yeah, like it's a, a real disappointing. I want hockey to be like NASCAR. What yeah. do you mean? Just bring just, cooler cooler just everyday people just there for a, yeah. a good show. Like Plus wrestling. It should be, it should be like uh, 15 bucks to go see a hockey game, and you should go be able to go see it. But it shouldn't be like fucking 1000 bucks to take your kids to a game. Oh, we all love it so much, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, but that's our own fault, right? Yeah, we created our own fault. the market, right? Feed yeah. the machine. Yeah. But you know what? You can watch really awesome hockey if you go to like, well, Paul went to the Knights game, and like, there you go. You watch yeah. like that, and it's a lot cheaper, but it's. Probably still, st- it's still bang probably for your buckets, expensive. you can't miss. Oh, yeah, it's Sweet rink. Those are the kids NHL kids. Know, the, yeah, the kids don't know any different, and and the kids you're watching are going to be in in the, the NHL, NHL soon anyway. Right. Yeah, that's right. In the next two years, they're making the draft. Or yeah, that's right. Who gives a shit? Like it's like in the states, they watch college football as much as they do. That's uh, right. Yep. Uh, like NFL. And those, you're watching kids, though. As, as I get older, I find that uh, I give a shit less about watching children play a sport. Like, even if you watch, like, the Super Bowl, like, they're, like, still 20 years younger than me, everybody. I don't give a fuck about kids playing a game. You no, you don't, I mean? but they're, like, they're in their prime. 
Yeah, I know, but damage I damage yourself in front of me for my money yeah, okay. in your yeah, prime. Yeah, in your prime, I, I don't want to watch it at forty-five, like they, but uh, twenty. Give me those good years. <laughs> I do feel guilt, like what Ben's referring to. I do yeah, feel see, guilt like that, like, like as an old they man, are loving just sitting it. there watching people kill themselves. We had to deal with that because we were going to go see a fight when we were in Thailand. And there was a possibility. You don't know what you're going into. We were like, are they going to be like 10-year-old kids? And there was like a, an ethical dilemma. And we were thinking <laughs> to ourselves, wh- at what age am I comfortable watching two Fuck. consenting, I know it's probably a horrible use or a word to use, minors <laughs> punch each other in the skull? <laughs> like, at, wh- at what point is it okay? I was ready for 10-year-olds, I think. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. If it's consent and they want to do that, and who knows, maybe they're bad at math and this is their best shot. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I want to. You guys went to. T- I, I have to. Inter- like, I totally oh. aff this whole show up because I'm segue. looking at my thing. <laughs> but like, uh, we have. Uh, we didn't even talk about you guys' trip, and I have to talk about it right now. We have to get into it between okay. Braden and uh, so and Ben. Two. They went on two trips since the last time they were in the Dutch Hall. Two times. You went once to Morocco. Two of you, just the two of you, right? Yeah. Yes. And you went once to Thailand. Yeah, it's like uh, Stella got her groove back one and two. Just the two. Oh, a sequel, <laughs> right? <laughs> so at the first trip, I remember you came. You were here just before, before you left, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, you guys didn't know how it was going to go traveling with one another because you never traveled that much with each other no. before, right? No, exactly. And then, uh, so obviously it must have went well because you did another trip. Yeah. We didn't kill each other. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's good. It matched up. So then you go to Thailand. So you go to Morocco. I will go to Morocco first, yeah. right? Why'd you pick Morocco? I wanted to be the first Irish man in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not you really think you're the first? I think I wanted in to, my family, maybe. I think I wanted to like sway my own, uh, like, I don't know. Like Racist <laughs> tendencies? <laughs> not, the word. not like that, but kind of. Like, but like Perceptions. Yeah, percept, that's the word, yeah. Just challenge my perceptions yeah. of Muslim that nation. area of the world. Africa, you know, you hear you hear on the <laughs> on the TV and what the TV wants you to know, and then you go to these places, you meet these people, and you realize same thing, right? Yeah, it's like fuck sort of, just, sort of, yeah. I mean, five yeah. times it's a little a, different. Yeah, five five times a day for prayer calls a little different, not my per se, but for everyone, rock on. But that was a there's some cultural adjustments for sure when you go to a country where a you don't speak the primary language, yeah, and you're a guest. Yeah, you're a guest, and we. I think that we don't forget that when we go. Yeah, 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 definitely. I always feel you're like really are representing more than just yourself. You're representing like uh, your country, really. Yeah. First question: yeah, What's your name? Second question: Where are you from? Yeah, and then, and then once that is, they're gonna form their opinion on yep. all of us yep. based on fucking Ben, Serbia. And, <laughs> don't worry, I got you guys covered. <laughs> So, but that's true though. Eh? That's why, like, I, I've seen, like, I've I've been guilty of it myself. I meet a few people from New Zealand, and they're cool. I think all people from New Zealand are 100%. cool, you know. Uh, but really, I'm sure there's dicks there too, you know. Like every country, hundred percent. So the biggest cultural adjustment in Morocco was what? The the prayer five times yeah. a day, and it's over like loud horn speakers throughout oh. every city. But not like, but 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 yeah. But yeah. Exactly, but not synchronized. Like, if you're going to do that every day, you would think you'd want to synchronize it. Not hating, just merely pointing it's, out a fact. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, six speakers in Tangier that go off, but they don't go off at the same time. Yeah, they're, like, a few <laughs> seconds apart, so it's you like, get this weird, yeah. like... Like, imagine of, row, row, row your boat, yeah, and you like don't know the fucking words. It's like a weird round that happens. <laughs> That's Except it's in Arabic. Yeah, and, and I it's mean... It's a prayer. 
no judgment, but that was definitely in Morocco the biggest. Yeah, just sync it up, man. We have the technology. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Morocco, yeah. Do your prayer ship. I'd get it synced up so it's not offensive to our ears. Well, yeah, just do it right. Like, invest yeah. in that every day. <laughs> yeah, it's important I, to you. It's I, obviously important to your culture. Get the technology right. Yeah. I kind of liked the way it was out of sync because it kind of made this weird, like, noise that was kinda almost unison. musical in a way. Oh, you like it? Because it, yeah, it was kind of weird. It's like, it was out of sync. It was really, it was out of sync, but it kind of made this weird, I don't know how to describe Cultural it. vibe. No, Unison. not even that. Just like, it was just pleasant to the ear. It was kind of interesting. It was yeah. interesting. He's, uh, he's been searched. Don't worry. He cleared ceases. <laughs> you said yeah before, I, if I remember correctly, you said that you wanted to, uh, you said there was instruments and like some sort of like. Yeah. Like, I still don't know what they're called. <laughs> but it's some sort of like, you said intestine or something like that? Yeah, or was it's, it a, or? It's, a, it's a sheep's intestine. Like a sheep's like intestine? A bass, like a three-string bass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you see it when you were there? No. I don't think we saw that. We did jam in some, like, hole-in-the-wall kind of club with a, a violinist and I think two other guitarists and some guy on some sort of, like, sort of, like, bongos or whatever the equivalent is there. That was fun. I think I've got the entire thing recorded. Yeah, we, we, but other than, like, na like the instruments, now you don't want to start that conversation with people on the street. Were there people playing? For sure. The Market Square covered with hustlers. But yeah. I don't want to go and watch a guy for five minutes. Because yeah. then I'm going to have to pay that guy for the five minutes. We definitely showed them how to play Rock into the Free World by Neil Yeah, that was, a, that was a little uh, welcoming gift. Yeah. Did uh, did you do the same thing in uh, Thailand? No, we had never ended up jamming with anybody. I don't, we we did sing karaoke, though, in the third story of a foreign mall at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon nice. to like two Asian <laughs> women. Yeah, on like a Wednesday. Yeah, uh, yeah we were just pick. Uh, well, actually, what we started with, we started with uh, the band, The Weight, yeah. and oh, then Joe yeah. Cocker with a little help from our friends. Oh, what we ended up with is something completely different. They didn't have what we wanted. No, and if they did, it would have been in MIDI, and it would have been very bad. Yeah. So we ended up uh, staying alive. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Braden hits those, oh, those we harmonies. We rocked the shit out of Oh, that. those two Asian women? Oh. They were they were digging it. Yep, uh, exactly. And then the second one we asked for was uh, Honky Tonk Woman. By the Stones. By the Stones. Easy, something. I mean, yeah. you gotta have the Stones. They Maybe don't have Joe They gave us something by, like, John Honky Tonk Man by, by Johnny like, Horton. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. so we and expected us to sing it. We we faked our way through yeah. the best. They were very oh. impressed. That's tough when you're expecting Honky Tonk Woman. Yeah. And you yeah. get Honky Tonk Man. Oh, man. I wasn't throwing you it. for a loop. Huge. For you guys to stick that out, that's really to your you credit. Know, you know what? It was for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to do it for those two Asian girls. No, no, Asian women. We're not talking like young girls. We're talking like... 60. Yeah. You know, they're spending 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday in the third story of a mall. And they're all singing like what sound like traditional kind of yeah. like Thai, Thai songs or something. Yeah, yeah. And we come in like, you know, yeah. doing Stayin' Alive with perfect harmony on my head. Yeah. yeah. And Braden, you look like a rock star too. Oh. Like Ben can bon walk amongst the people, right? I'm a regular folk now. Yeah. You can, even in, in uh, Morocco, I think that because you have dark coloring or whatever, like you have blue eyes though, but maybe that would. Uh, uh, tip you off as being a white devil, well. but uh, <laughs> but I don't know. But but uh, no, Brayden, Brayden sticks out like a th sore thumb because oh. he, he would look like a uh, he would look like a rock star. Every time we've traveled, we've had words because look, we look different. If you're going to Morocco, we're gonna look a little different. If we're going to Thailand, clearly we're gonna look a little different. So yeah. we always but we always try to pick a word that the culture wouldn't know, but we could communicate back and forth. And what we decided on on both trips. No, no. What, what's the word for? Oh, scary! Like run, like fucking go. Yeah. Like okay, safe word. like yeah, safe word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not in that sort of way, but yeah. yeah. And so we, we we picked like 1990s like hockey players. So the first one we went were like Yager. No one in Morocco is gonna go Yager. They're gonna go what? Yeah. 
second one we went with in Thailand was Zezel after the great Peter <laughs> Zezel. Good go. face off, man. Good, yeah. good face off, man. Solid years. Player. Solid years. He knows how to use his feet. <laughs> but yeah, you have to you have to think about that. You don't speak the language, you don't know. And there, the hustling was a lot different in Thailand than it was in Morocco. Morocco was like very aggressive all the time. All oh, the yeah. time. Yeah. If you take pictures of somebody or you're taking a photo and there's somebody in that photo that they want a piece. Yeah, yeah they run up to you and say, "Yeah, give me." You know, certain amount of Durham or whatever it is. Yeah. And the big scam is, uh, you're going the wrong way. Let me show you. Oh yeah. And then oh, they show yeah. you, oh. and then they hit you up for 20 euros at the end. Yeah. Oh, nice. And the Germans and the older people, you see them in groups. That's just like feeding frenzy. Yeah. They're getting all the counterfeit purses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so do you got do you, do you do research before you go, like to know what the Morocco pitfalls we did. are? Yeah. Thailand, we just winged it. Yeah. We just flew yeah. into Bangkok. And just like. And just figured it out as Yeah, we, we spent like three nights in Bangkok at this hostel, which was really nice, and yeah. just went from there. Now, you can either go like south into like the beach area, or you can go north. So we decided to go north. Yep. As you can see from our great dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, does, like, how did you find uh, Thailand, though? Because like, uh, uh, most people... We looked people on a map. <laughs> 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 most, people, like, most people go to Thailand because they're dirty perverts. Mm. Is that true? No comment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that true in this situation? No, no. like, did you uh, see it? Did you see, like, the sex? Oh, best yeah, part. Yeah, we yeah. went down to a place. It's, like, the red light district, but Not it's called Soy part. Cowboy. And it was started by, like, some American General. GI yeah, like in, the like, 70s. the 70s. And yeah. it's, it's just an entire street of just go-go bars yeah. and, like, hookers. and. Uh, imagine, like, Nicky's, but, like, a row of Nicky's with <laughs> with lights. But not, like, new lights, like, 1990s. Like, come on in, boys. And the best-looking men you've ever seen. <laughs> well, they, they do say that the best-looking Asian women are actually Asian men. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, That's what uh, they say in Thailand. Some do they have lady boys that come to oh. try to escort you? Yeah, what was the bar? Cockatoo, I think Cockatoo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was uh, one dedicated. So if you had 12, uh, there would be one like that. Yeah. Right beside the Cialis stand that they were selling. <laughs> really? <laughs> Cialis? Yeah, boot, boot yeah. Like yeah. Oh man, did you bring any home? No, no. Oh, no. We didn't. oh damn, man. I'd buy, buy that. I'd pay for that. <laughs> but it was interesting to watch the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, really <laughs> went down the rabbit hole. What? What? Is that on the internet? <laughs> 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 My dick doesn't work like it used to. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, I think that well, you must have went to a place like that. Then you go to a, like you're in the like the the red light district of Thailand, where all the like dirty uh, stuff happens. All Belly of the beast. You're in the you're seeing all this sexual stuff. You go back to your hostel. Surely, you must be thinking about different things. Surely, you must. That happens. <laughs> like sometimes. I think there's a funny story that you. <laughs> no, no, no. Diff tell. Different spot, different time, and I. Oh, it wasn't. Like, yeah. it wasn't. A resulting of that? No, no, no. It wasn't any stimulation. I've never really had yellow fever. I think I probably got a shot for it. So when I went over, I never got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're that that you were not uh, you were not sexually stimulated by by the Thai women. Correct. And uh, but yet still something in your psyche mm -hmm. must have had to pull at some memory of something. Maybe your girlfriend, I would imagine. Yeah. There might have been a situation. Well, there might have been a situation. The worst thing was uh, <laughs> I felt like a real felon. Because in Thailand, actually, the, porno the pornographic laws, not that there was anything transmitted, but if there was, would actually be illegal. What do you mean? You can't share porn, create porn, view porn. Oh, porn's just against the rules? You can get a hand job for 50 bucks around the corner, no questions but asked. No porn. No porn. No, porn. Hmm, no white women. Shame. That's like how opposite. I got back. 
Yeah, that's like the opposite <laughs> of what we, we can do. Because you can't be a whore, a prostitute here, but you if you film it, yeah, you can you pump can, off cool. left and right. Yeah, yeah. You can film you can film an exchange for money and sex, and it's legal. But if you don't film it, it's illegal. I don't get that one. I think the real question that derives from the story is this: When's the last time you got busted? Oh, jerking off. Yeah. Uh, well, because we should actually, we kind of hinted at the story, but we didn't actually get into it. I came, I heard somewhere along the line that you were referred to as another name yes, in Thailand. That is correct. Uh, He's the Chiang Mai Chubby Choker. The Chiang Mai oh. Chubby Choker. And this is because you were caught in a, in a precarious position. <laughs> by, I, I was. By who? Uh, by the uh, Propri- proprietor, proprietor of, of the, the building. Hostel. Yes. The yeah, hostel yeah. owner. Yeah. Yep. The hostel owner, who is a Thai person? He is. A, Very a nice man. man. Th- Thai man? <laughs> Very cool dude. And now, uh, where were you in the time where you in this enga- engaging in this? Uh, I would say I just arrived at the, the Elephant Nature <laughs> Reserve. Oh, he arrived. <laughs> the Elephant <laughs> Nature <laughs> Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this, is, this, is, this is leading me to a whole mm. bunch of new questions <laughs> that I didn't consider. Because you were at the Elephant Reserve, and now what... What set you off? Like, what was the infantilizing part of well, the se- elephants? Well, the 17 <laughs> days, I mean. Fuck, I'm a human being. Right, right, right. 17 days. So did you see an elephant pussy? Is that what it was? No like, because they are probably, <laughs> they're wait, wait, probably in enormous. The t- it, actually, in the timeline, yeah, we did. But no, yeah. that's not exactly what I was thinking about at the moment. Thanks. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a no. big, huge elephant pussy. <laughs> because <laughs> No, it because I can imagine you being at the reserve and an elephant just turns around and you're like, oh, Jesus, I'm going to take a dump. And then you're like, you're, all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, look at the size of that big, huge elephant pussy. And then you're like, I want to get back to the hostel. Wow. I want to get back to the hostel. Wow. <laughs> Not how it transpired. No, that wasn't one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. That, that wasn't it. No. Okay, but you were at the elephant hostel. Yep. yep. Or the elephant uh, reserve. Yep. And what happened there? Well, the, sh- the shower light didn't work. I thought I didn't realize to lock the door. There was two fucking people, Braden and myself. You're in the shower. I in wasn't the shower. in the shower. No, you weren't in the shower. <laughs> with, with he was listening at the door. Call <laughs> <laughs> that Wednesday. Listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> I had a buddy of mine lived in my bunkhouse when I was on the farm, and uh, he was. Uh, we had like so we're in the bunkhouse. He was there for planting season, and he's a guy I'd lived with at the university, and he was in the shower. And uh, it was like uh, like I was in the living room, and then he goes in the bathroom, and he goes into like the the like concrete block shower that we built for the bunkhouse, and uh, he goes and jerks off in the bathroom, in the shower, and then he comes back and says, "Hey, Pete, I just fucked your girlfriend," because that's <laughs> the only girl he had seen like since he started planting. So he just went and jerked mm. off thinking oh. of my girlfriend, and that's how he uh, was fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's how he did it. And he thinks if he jerked off thinking of the person that he banged them that was like as good as banging them Braden's got a whole town pregnant yeah (laughs) (laughs) how rude and accurate (laughs) so the guy comes in you have to break down the guy coming in yeah yeah so basically uh, so you're no door locked you're in the shower you're wanking off to an elephant puss and all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) and and all of a sudden the door opens and there I am and there he is and but it wasn't even like a fast close (laughs) like as soon as I opened the door and I went holy fuck I'm sure I yelled something audible. I can't remember at the moment. I was trying to cover certain items, but in the moment, items. I, I, but we made eye contact. Like it was like he opened. I turned around. It was like, oh gee, like it wasn't even just like, oops, sorry. Like you know, you're taking a shit. And someone yeah, accidentally opens yeah. the door. You're like, oh, caught me. But in this case, ah, you caught me. So, so you, you just kept going. Is that what you're saying? 
You didn't. It didn't <laughs> oh. You invited him in. He's whoa, a mere whoa, man. whoa, whoa! Seventeen days was long, not that long. That's what he said. So did this guy just kind of open and shut the door? Yeah, pre- pretty much after. And then uh, afterwards, did you have interactions with we the fellow? We did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, the, the the best interaction, <laughs> because I got to tell Braden, because Braden, as a, as it was termed for Tyler Shasman, is also a gentle uh, pervert. <laughs> and, uh, so we had to laugh about this story here, and we but we come back out. I don't know. We had a nap about two hours later, and sure enough, there's an out of order on the on the shower I used. Apparently, there's a water issue. Yeah. <laughs> Viscous. <laughs> oh, this is a viscous. No, I clogged it right up with his, no, uh, his no, viscous no. jizz. But it, but it was awkward because we had to check out. We still had to make the transaction. We still had to shake hands, and he knew. Yeah. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> but he knew two things, to be fair, Ben. He knew that you jerked off, and he knew that you were in the shower, and you probably washed your hand. He shook your hand? He shook my hand. It was <laughs> wait, wait, it wasn't like open the door, shake my hand. Oh. This was a transaction that transpired many. You didn't shake later. your hand when it was on your dick in the shower, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, no, he definitely didn't. Uh-huh. Thank you, though. It was and this it, disappointed look that was so yeah, hard to take, yeah, right? Like, oh. But I, I want to say something mm. quickly. This is the fucking point I forgot. that I. Oh. And it's a good close to this one. This is the point I forgot. It's that uh, you know how the Internet exists, and everybody thinks that it, it's Harper. infinite. You know, it's infinite. There's every opinion. There's every everything on the Internet, right? And yet, people don't. People seem to find their own opinion, and stick to that on the internet, and it becomes less focused, like less perspective on the earth. So, like people have, when you think you have this tool that everybody can get more perspective on everyone's opinion, it seems like everyone's just focused on their opinion, and they just find more evidence to support it, and they're not finding perspective. An echo chamber. Yeah, something that goes shout back the shit that they already think, and then and they then they never expand what they think. Where you guys travel to other parts of the world, and you have no choice but to open mm. your eyes and see perspective where you didn't have perspective before, right? Yeah. And how do you? Do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how do you see the value? In, like this is obviously like I would think that this is g- of great value. Like if I wanted to suggest this to my kids, I'd say like you should do this because the importance of living a full life is, and trying to gain wisdom is is to get perspective, so that you have something to base things on, right? And you guys did it. You guys are doing it. Right. And uh, so, did you get anything out of the experience? Like, do you see anything? that you could learn from going on these two trips? 100%. Like, like so many things, but if you, I think the big thing comes down Lock to... Lock the door. Is, <laughs> is I'm thankful. Like, it's great, and I love to be an observer. Like, it's a zoo for two weeks, and then I come home. And then I come home back to real life. And, and you know what? We got it pretty fucking good here. Yeah, yeah. You, you, know, you haven't found anything that you would trade it for yet. No. No, no and I smoked hash in Morocco. And that's, <laughs> that still is not worth trading it for. I mean, I didn't, but a friend of mine did. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. But, but no, I think that the big thing you take home is how not necessarily lucky and there's shit to bitch about. and you know. Yeah. But really, it could be worse. But really, it could be a lot better, too. Yeah, when we're bitching about mankind, person kind stuff, like our country is pretty easy. To go, like, it's pretty easy to deal with, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. Fuck bad. Fuck bad. The one thing that I took away from it was that they in Thailand they kind of have like a whatever you do, don't snap at people, like no matter how, how difficult the situation is kind of a thing, yeah. like that mentality, and I kind of like that. 
Oh, really? It's like it would be like so a like great shame don't, don't for them if they were to lose their temper. Like or something. freak, yeah, like freak. We seen or we heard one guy freak out like in traffic, and he was yelling at some tourists, he's like, "Get the fuck out of the road!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the things from a political level that I took back, or maybe not a political but a cultural difference, is when I went to these countries, I was a guest, and should I ever choose to live in that country, I will remain a guest. Yeah. And that, that's a very difficult thing, and I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent to bring home. Because you know, it's some I would never go to, let's say, Thailand, even though we did see a, a Christian center, and and try to push my beliefs down people's throats. I would never go to Morocco. That is the last thing I would do in Morocco. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I don't know what jail I'm more scared of: Thai jail or Moroccan jail. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to be in either of them. Yeah. That's that. That's one thing I brought back was just say, you know what? Uh, enjoy what we have, and hopefully the people uh, enjoy what we can offer them. Yeah, yeah. But if you go, but it's different if you went to a, like a, a Western country, if you went to say Belgium or whatever, and you oh, were. Oh, fuckos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, fuckos. It's my people. Yeah, but they're more like, but then you would, you would probably wouldn't feel the same. They're still white people or Caucasian or whatever you want to call them. That's, yeah, that's a Christian based country. Yeah, sure. and sure, or Catholic yeah, sure. or something yeah. that believes in. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's just more familiar oh, yeah. to you, so yes, you don't water? feel. Yeah. Yeah. Vita Vita Vita? Vita <laughs> you know what? I, well, we, we, we were way over time. Way, <laughs> way over time, and I'm sorry. We're, uh, I'm just going to end with one street joke. Okay. One, right. I'll say one street joke. I made everybody think of one, but I'm, I'm going to tell this one because it's about the nocturnal emissions. Oh. This is a joke that actually happens in the future. It's not really a joke. It's a true story. <laughs> is one this a movie? Day, yeah, one day. Based on a book by Saffron? Uh, Paul is driving the nocturnal emissions and live from a Dutch Hall crew. On uh, on a bus, on a hmm. bus, and we're going to a, uh, uh, do, going to tour the country, and oh my goodness, does Paul Paul fucks up big time, and uh, crashes the bus. What the fuck, Paul? And uh, all the nocturnal emissions die, oh. with the exception of uh, me and Paul. Oh, we're not part of the band, and we also are sitting in the front. We got airbags. We live, <laughs> but uh, Michael, Wes. Dave Charters and Steve the Reluctant German all die tragically in the bus accident and end up at the pearly gates of heaven. And there they are, standing at the pearly gates. Wes is first in line. Mike's right behind him. Steve's behind uh, Mike. And Dave's bringing up the rear. Thank goodness. Right? Wait, hold on a second. No. <laughs> Dave, Dave's Char bringing up the punchline? No, no. Charters Char Char is third in line. And Steve's bringing up the oh, rear. Oh, God It's very integral it. to this joke. <laughs> damn it. So anyways, uh, uh, they go up to the pearly gates. Wes goes first to St. Peter, and he says, uh, St. Peter says to him, Wes, uh, we're happy to see you here in the gates of heaven, but we have one question to ask you before you enter the gates of heaven. We have to ask you one thing. Wes, have you ever touched a man's penis before? <laughs> and Wes says to St. Peter, Wes says, St. Peter, I can't lie to you at the gates of heaven. I'm going to have to tell you the truth. There's one time I remember I was reaching over to grab, uh, to shut off the alarm clock when my brother and I used to share a bed when we were young, and I grazed my pinky finger across my brother's penis, felt shame about it immediately. Uh, but uh, I have to tell you the truth, St. Peter, that's what I did. I grazed my pinky finger on my brother's dick. And uh, St. Peter says, Wes, dip your finger in the holy water. And enter into the kingdom of heaven, right? So Wes enters in. Hey, Dave, hey uh, uh, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Bo is next up. Fuck, what did I do? And he goes into the uh, 
He goes to say St. Peter, and St. Peter says, Michael, oh, Michael, you're so, I'm so happy to see you, Michael. I just got to ask you the same question I asked Wes. Have you ever touched a man's penis before? And then Michael said, St. Peter, I played a lot of hockey in my day. <laughs> 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 but, you know, of all those times, I never touched a man's penis. But there was one time, there was one time where I was at a party after a hockey tournament, and I was drunk as a skunk, and I passed out on a bed. And when I woke up, I saw one of my friends with his balls right above my face. Oh. And I was angry as hell that he was doing this to me. And I remember I grabbed up and I just grabbed the first thing I could. And it was his dick. And I gave it a yank. <laughs> and I feel terrible about it. But I was angry about it. That's what I did. And St. Peter said, Michael, I want you to dip your whole hand in that holy water. <laughs> and then you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. And so that's what Michael did. Sweet. And then St. Peter looks back in line, and there's Stephen and David just fighting like two cats and dogs, just fighting like crazy. They're just, like, jockeying for position. One's trying to get in front of the other. The other's trying to get in front of the other. And uh, St. Peter's like, boys, boys, why don't you settle down? Why don't you settle down? What's the problem here? And Stephen says to St. Peter, he says, if you think I'm gargling with that holy water after he's had his ass in it, <laughs> you got another thing coming. <laughs> Anyways, uh, get off uh, of that Zoom shot. <laughs> Steve, you only sucked a dick. Charge sucked it right in the ass. <laughs> Just so you know, I, I saved you the you worst win. spot. You win. Charge sucked it right in his behind. Everybody, go. if you'd like to uh, support our show, please share something online. It helps us out greatly. Otherwise, you can send us some feedback. <laughs> live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. We are Dutch Hall on Instagram, Dutch Hall on Twitter. We are live from the Dutch Hall on Facebook. And you can uh, tell a friend, and do whatever you want to do. Look up our dates online. Like and share. Like and share. Do it. Do that shit. It's fun. It's easy. And uh, let us know who you want us to book as a guest. Other than that, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday.